Good evening, church. Happy Wednesday.
God's so good that we can praise Him in the highest valley. In the highest mountain, rather, right? And in the lowest valley, He is faithful. Heavenly Father, You are so faithful, Jesus. We sing of His faithfulness tonight. Come on, join in song with me, church. This is our story, our testimony here tonight. Amen. Sing it with me. Because You are here. You're moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here. You're working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are here. You're moving in this place. Say, I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. Touching every heart, I worship you. I worship you.
We declare the power of our God, even when, come on. Even when I don't see it, you work. Even when I don't feel it, you work. Sing it. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never, come on, sing it out. Say you, even when. Right, lift your voice tonight. He's always at work on your behalf, church. Come on, we believe it. Oh, sing it. You never.
What's happening, my family? It's who he is. Amen. What a wonderful time of worship tonight. We want to welcome you into his house, New Beginnings Church. My name is Michael Romero, your worship and arts pastor here at New Beginnings, and it is my honor to be here with you tonight. Good Look evening. who's back. Like I was gone all that long. I wasn't gone that long. <laughs> hey, church, it's so good to be with you worshiping Man. tonight in the house of the Lord. My name is Roxy de Santiago, and I love worshiping with this New Beginnings Church family. They're just awesome. They are. They our are. choir? You mean our choir? Our heavenly choir out here. You mean Y'all our choir? Yeah, that heard you in the street. Yep. We're drawing them in from the northeast, south, and west. Amen, church? Hey, church, look, we want to catch you up on some things. The Lord's going to do an amazing work tonight, and I hope you're ready for it. But, church, before we do that, we want to catch you up on a couple things. Roxy, you have um, a brochure for our summer camp program. We've been talking about summer camp, and I want to touch on it. I don't want to touch on it too much, but I think it's so important that we touch on it. Let me get those from you, and I want you to touch on what's going on with our uh, counterculture summer camp. Listen. I know we've been we've been talking about summer youth camp for for a couple of weeks now, but that's because it's so important. We know that the change that happens in in lives is incredible. I remember a very specific summer camp when I was a kid, walking in there thinking that's it because I was raised in the church my whole life. I went to all these summer camps since I was a kid, and I was like, yeah, summer camp, summer camp. But I remember one very specific summer camp being there and hearing a message that I had probably heard ah, 50 times, but I heard it in a different way at a different time in my life when I needed to hear it in a specific way. And from that moment on, my life was changed. I did 100% believe that God was my savior and that I could turn to him when something went wrong. It was, it was incredible. Amen. Hey, by the way, young people in the house tonight, can we welcome our young people? Our youth, where you at? Youth, NB youth, where you at tonight? Yeah, they're, shy. they're in the house, there. right? Because we, we want to look, we want to invite somebody up uh, in the last couple of weeks. I've been That's telling right. you guys, you're going to meet some of our, our campers. We're just going to call them campers. Uh, but you're going to meet some of our campers. I want to call out Eileen Ortega. Eileen, why don't you come, come out here? Huh? Where are you at, girl? She's there. She's hiding. There she is. All righty, girl. Let me go get that microphone yep. for her, Rox. Welcome, Eileen. Don't be shy. None of these people are going to actually throw anything at you. If they do, they're aiming at me. Cause Don't worry about it, Eileen. They only critique every word you say. That's Trust right. me on this. When I say it, come on. Oh, me. <laughs> Not to make you feel uncomfortable or anything. <laughs> How are you? Come over here, Mika. Look, I want to introduce you to Eileen. Eileen, I love this young lady. Eileen, she's one of our students in NB Youth, and uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Eileen uh, last year on a personal level at camp. And I learned just before service, last year was your second year there. And I remember last year when I met you, mm -hmm. um, it, it seemed, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you know, I've been known to be wrong a time or two. Uh -huh. <laughs> Believe it or not, I mean, okay? Oh, my gosh. But we should have recorded that. Record that one. <laughs> I, I believe when I first met you, you were a little like, mm, you weren't a big fan of camp. Yeah. We can just put it that way, right? Yeah. So tell me, Eileen, what was your experience? Because I, I, want, I want our young people that are out there, I want parents, grandparents that are saying, uh, I don't know if that's going to be the place for my kid. Right. What made you, let, let me just tell you this, what made you go to camp? What made you decide that last year or the last two years you were going to go to camp? To be truthful, I didn't know what I believed in. Mm -hmm. And I was invited to camp by a friend. And at first I did say no because I didn't see the point of going to a camp that I wasn't sure if I fully believed in. But when I went, 
I learned a lot more than what I thought I would learn out of about God. I learned about his grace and his love and it really made me feel a lot safer in the situations that I was in. It made me feel like I didn't have to go fight my battles alone anymore. Amen. Yeah. Was that year one or was that year two? Was year that kind one. Of, yeah, that was year one. Yeah. Okay, so last year was year two, and yeah. I got to witness mm -hmm. this huge transformation from you. Mm -hmm. um, and we just baptized you a couple of months ago. Yeah. Right? And that led, that led Eileen to be baptized and make that commitment and go public with her faith. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more. Tell us, look, you went in on a Monday, mm -hmm. and by Friday, I, I saw this transformation in you from day one and I got to see you kind of like um como se dice la palabra Roxy like when a butterfly when a butterfly yeah blossom thank metamorphosis? you metamorphosis metamorphosis thank you hold on hey Siri what does metamorphosis <laughs> mean I saw you blossom into a, a young woman of God I really did I saw you come out with such fervor and passion for the things of God tell us what was day one like and to day five to Friday morning we got back on the bus and then of course it continues to this very moment right. but tell us what what was that big transformation what was that moment for you where you go bah, I get it I want to live my life for the Lord I'm sorry don't worry it's okay man it's okay <laughs> do you want me to ask an easier question God is so good no I'm like okay, you got it you need a minute it's okay alright so let's get <laughs> um, day one, I kind of hid my passion for a relationship with God. Um, I didn't really know why. It didn't feel embarrassing to me. It felt I felt more scared. Um, like right now. Yeah, but more into it, I felt more at peace knowing that. A lot, I wasn't alone. There was a lot of other youth people with me mm. who might have felt the same way, who were like trying to hide their passion also, but more into learning and service and worship. I learned a lot about God, and it honestly really changed my perspective of Christianity. You know, last year we focused on how to have a deeper relationship with the Lord, and um, that's where... That was the main topic that we were talking about last year. It was about how to have a deeper relationship. And now that Eileen is talking about that, it kind of let, let us know this year we're talking about counterculture. That's right. Doing kind of what you're doing now, right? You're living your life outside, from the inside out, mm -hmm. right? Your Christian faith is all over your sleeve, mm -hmm. right? Uh, people, I'm sure, tell you, what happened to you? You used to do this, and you don't do that anymore. I mean, we've all gone through that, right? If we're walking in the way... And so, church, um, I, I, Roxy, did, did you have anything you wanted to ask Eileen? No, I she answered she, very yeah. good. I mean, she's got great answers. He yeah. fights our battles, and <laughs> I want does. to walk deeper with Christ. What else That's can right. we ask? And how amazing that someone this age has that foundation to walk through the rest of their life knowing that now. Don't you wish that you knew that at her age? <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's what Youth Camp is all about. Amen. Thank you, Eileen. Thank you. That's awesome. Eileen, I'm not going to have you here any longer, Mija. If you want, you can head back to the back. That's awesome. Thank you so much Thanks. for sharing your heart with us, Mija. Look, church, um, Amen. Let's, let's celebrate with Eileen because uh, when you see her out there, man, give her a high five. Eileen and you, young people, you're dismissed to go into youth class tonight, but 
Look church, at that, church, look at that. Look at that. That's you, the future right there. Those are the kids. Right there. That's who we're building. That's not the church of tomorrow. That's the church of right now because they're here right now. That's who they are. So church, look, uh, so many like Eileen that, that we can go on and on in the next few weeks. You'll meet more and more because I'm telling you, church, spots are filling up really, really fast. Um, with the need uh, also comes a financial need. And so, church, we're going to ask you to sow financially into the lives of the young people here at New Beginnings. And um, in return, what we've done, okay, we're asking, these are, these are a small raffle that we're, that we're holding for the young people. What are we going to win? What's the um, prize? The prize, the, the look, prize? It's, it's a minimum suggested donation of $20 for one ticket. And with that, you, the grand prize is going to be a five-burner pro series griddle from Members Mark. And so, does, it come with a, does it come with someone to flip the no, burgers for No, it me? doesn't. No, it doesn't. I don't know. You're going to have to learn that all on your own. I and don't then know it, about that prize. We have some, some other prizes, like a $100 uh, gas card and a date night I'll gift card. But, but church, look, if you want to help send these kids and, and help us make this happen, uh, at the counter culture counter, you will find them. Also, um, they're going to be distributed to our counselors this year so they can help us fundraise for these young people because what you and I are doing is we're impacting the lives of the Eileen's of the world, of the That's Roxy's right. of the world, That's of right. the Michael Romero's of the world. Change. And Change. you and I are, 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 are playing not a small role, but a significant role. And you're saying, how can I... So important, Roxy. And how do we do that? Church, look, you can sow financially by dropping off your gift in an envelope at one of the tithing boxes at the entryways into the sanctuary, for one. Putting Just putting it in an envelope. You can go to the counterculture counter and ask them about how to do it there. Or church, you can go to the NBC ABQ app and do it that way as well. And so church, we implore you, we ask you to do that as well because what you and I are going to do, church... The Eileen's of the world. I know. Church, We've been saying it over and over and have. over again. But that's because it really, really is important. It really makes a difference. It made a difference in my life. I wouldn't be standing here. It made a difference Same. in your life. Amen. Eileen wouldn't be here. Families are changed dramatically. So, church, um, all of these things that we're asking of you today, it's to grow our church right now. There are families that you know. There are families in this church where 20 bucks is a lot of money and they can't afford it. But it's going to make a difference in their lives and the lives of their children. And so whatever you can do, we appreciate it. Um, We appreciate your support. We appreciate you listening to us Sunday after Sunday. And I hope that you understand the importance of this message because our youth really need our support. They're right smack in the middle of some battles that we can't ever imagine. We didn't live what they lived through right now. We didn't have social media the way they have social media. They just used to make fun of you for how much hairspray you used to use, Roxy. That's true, but I will admit that I had a lot of hairspray (laughs) because my my hair was really, really tall. (laughs) It's so much different today, but yes, help us fight that battle, church. Um, Church, you can also continue your obedience in the tithe here at New Beginnings by going onto the app and tithing that way, because not only are we impacting across the hall, but across the street, across Across the the world. world. And thank you so much for helping us do that, church. We love you. We continue to fight the battle, healing and restoring lives through the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We love you, church. We ask you to turn your attention to the screen.
And this is my heart. Let me get this microphone over here. But uh, guys, we're excited about what's happening in the life of the church and excited about what's happening in the life of people because God is transforming lives. And God is still alive and God is still transforming people. Guys, I don't care what you're going through. God will see you through. So please keep putting your faith and hope in the Lord. That's why we want to really testify of the greatness of God. We want to testify of his power and his majesty. We want to testify that God restores lives. He sets people free from all kinds of addictions. He sets people free from the bondage of their past. And he gives us a hope and a future for us to live towards, and it's an exciting time. There's uh, some people that are gonna that I've asked to share their testimony today, and one of them is Frank Villa. Frank is a very, very faithful volunteer at God's Warehouse. He's there all the time helping Pastor Chuck, working great, and God has done amazing, amazing things in his life. Frank, would you make your way over here? And share what God has done in your life, my brother, because God has done a work that is absolutely amazing. Uh, so, Father, just fill Frank with your Holy Spirit. Use him, Lord God, to minister to us. I pray in Christ's glorious name. Amen. God bless you, my brother. Thank you, Pastor Mansfield. Amen. Wow. I love you all, too. Love you all, too. I see Arturo. I see you, brother. Cody East, I see you. My brothers, hey, uh, it's an honor to be here, first of all. New Beginnings Church, come on. And it's an honor to be on Pastor's Pulpit. And uh, I'm a little nervous. It's been a while, as you all know. I was sick for almost two years, or two years. I was bedridden for like 18 months. And uh, as you all know, most of you, I pretty much passed away almost. Uh, just to get started to get to it, because um, I'm on the time limit, and y'all know I can talk. It's very easy to talk into a computer in front of thousands and thousands of people on Facebook when it's live like this. I'm nervous. Even though for brothers and sisters that I know personally who I love very much. and um, So I'm going to get right to it. So as y'all know, I've been dealing with a lot of stuff. And UTIs and I had pressure wounds. So I was, um, living in a rehab, couple rehabs, and I was diagnosed with osteomyelitis, which is infection in the bone. Most people don't come back from that, but I did. Most people get amputated. I didn't. And then I know it's because of God. I know it's because of Him. <laughs> so after that, infectious and disease took over my case to make sure that Something like this doesn't happen, or they can monitor me for the next three years. So, um, I got out of rehab in 2022, I think it was 2022. And in October, I was dealing with a lot of couple of UTIs, and they were pretty heavy. I mean, they were pretty strong. I was in and out of the hospital, and then uh, they were telling me that I might have to go back and have surgery and do some just kind of do some stuff that I was tired of doing. I was tired. 
And you know what? I, I've, I've, been, I, I've been saved since 2005, and my brother Arturo can contest. I mean, me and him together, we started a homeless ministry together. And, uh, and he, I, he knew me when I was in his wheelchair when I first got into it. And I was learning how to pray and how to, you know, know that God's healing is real. Right? And I believed with all my heart. I was on fire for the Lord during that time. Especially even more when I got in his wheelchair. I mean, getting in a wheelchair, that's a whole different podcast with how I got here. But I'm not going to get into all that. But once, but I will always pray for people who were hurting. I laid hands with people who were sick. And I watched God do miracles in their lives. But the one thing that I doubted was, was the healing ever going to come for me? Was I ever going to be healed? Am I ever going to get out this wheelchair? You know, I always tell people I've done more for the Lord in this wheelchair than I ever done walking. And that's a fact. That's for reals. God knows what he's doing. When I was in his wheelchair, he knew where he was going to take me. He knew where I was going. Okay? But I wanted to lay that context down for you because where I'm about to go. Okay? So, back to present to 2022. I'm at home. I just came home for my appointment, and I'm not feeling too good, but it's, I've all, I've, it's become normal to me to feel not good. I told my wife, I'm going to go to sleep, and she said, I'll wake you up for dinner. I said, okay. So I went to sleep, and she couldn't wake me up. She called 911. They couldn't wake, ambulance couldn't wake me up. I ended up in the hospital. I woke up a few times, and I could see people, but it was like I was in a cave with a dark light on. That's how people look like to me, the doctor, my wife. I saw them. I couldn't speak. My breath was short. And they just kept telling me to go back to sleep, just lay down, relax. And I finally just laid my head down, closed my eyes. And when I woke up, I was walking with Christ. Now, to understand how long I was with Christ, they put me on a ventilator. They put me in a reduced coma. And I was in a coma from Saturday evening to Monday afternoon. That's how long I was with God. We'll talk. Okay? And so, when I woke up, Christ was in front of me. Man, I'm going to tell you something. He's a very tall man. He's a big man. I'm talking big. He's no joke. His hair was beautiful, but I didn't get to see his face all too much. Because of the glory that was from behind him. The light, his glory. Telling you, that song I can only imagine, his words are real. I was in awe. I couldn't speak and I was on my knees. I was in his presence and I was happy. And when he turned to walk away, I stood up. Because I was in my heavenly body. And I started following him. He never once said a word to me. I just knew... I couldn't speak. I was still tongue-tied. I just followed him. And he took me to a stream that was very beautiful. The grass was a labyrinth green, just like I was described in heaven, how a labyrinth everything is. And the water, oh my goodness. The water. Have you ever been to the top of Peckles? And how beautiful that stream is? Right? And the water was crystal clear, and the bubbly, the water, the, 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 the suds of the water were just, 
It was beautiful and it was rushing, not fast, but mildly. And he took me to a still part of the water. Like if you're going fishing for trout, you look for that soft water where the water's still. That's where you want to throw your line. For those who don't know how to fish and you want to, there's a little secret there. I, uh, I watched Jesus put his hand in the water. And he pulled out his hand, and in his hand was a cup overflowing with that water. And he turned to me. And I'm on my knees. When we, when we get there, I fall to my knees, and I'm just like this on my knees. And he said, my son, what does this mean to you? And I looked up, and I saw the cup overflowing with water, right? I mean, I saw him lit it out, but I was trying to remain humble. I was so excited. I was in front of my Lord and Savior, but I was still, the fear was there, but it was a good fear. It was a reverence. Amen? And I said, Lord, that's you, eternal life. That's the water. The water's you, Lord. And he started to laugh, like happy laugh, like joyful. And he said, my son, my good and faithful servant, you are right. And I've all, the only thing I ever wanted the Lord to say to me, if I ever was to die and, and I seen him, those were the words I wanted to hear from him. And he said them. He said those words to me. And I was so blessed. <laughs> and here's what's funny, family. Here's what's funny. He said, you got it right on the first try. I'm like, how many other people you asked and they missed this question? I'm serious. I, I said that. You know, so uh, the reason why I say that, I, I, when, I, when I woke up, there's more. There's a lot more, but I won't, like I said, I'm on a little bit of a time. Um, I was giving this testimony when I first woke up, and I was still had, I was in a coma, so I was on a kind of anesthesia, whatever they had me on, so my mind was still cloudy. But I was speaking on everything that God showed me to one of my best friends, mentor, Pastor Thomas Warren, 50 ministry, you all know him. And he was telling me, Brother Frank, just make sure that everything lines up with God. Because I don't want you to be fooled by the enemy either. I said, Amen. So through my time of healing, through the year, I'm going to take you to scripture. And I wrote it down. So I want to go to Revelations 7.17. Going to my phone, trying to hurry up. Here it is. For the I read it out of the NLT, by the way, if you're wondering. For the Lamb on the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of life, giving water, and God will wipe every tear from their eyes. He led me to water. Wow. He led me to water. Wow. I was blown away when that scripture was revealed to me. I want to go to another scripture. And uh, I want to go to Luke 4.10. And we all know Luke 4.10. Woman at the well. Luke 
John Aria. I think that, no, Mark, I think it's Mark 410. I'm tripping. Let me double check. See, I'm nervous. I think it's supposed to be John 4.10. It's John 4.10. See, I wrote Luke down because I don't know. I had Luke in my head. So the word says, Jesus replied, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh Bubbly spring within them, giving them eternal life. What I started to cry when I heard this scripture, when I read this scripture, because that's what I saw was bubbling water. Remember, I told you about the suds coming up from 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 the from the from the stream bubbling up the spring. That's what's bubbling inside you. That's Jesus bubbling up inside you. And it's fresh. The water is fresh. Why his water don't go stale. His healing don't go stale. His love never stales. How do we know that? Because the word says there's nothing in this world that can separate his love from you. Some people think that that they run out of water. Well, you only run out of water is because you stopped reading your word. You only run out of water because you stop believing in certain areas of your life. Let me tell you something. God checked me in that area because I haven't been sick since. I haven't been sick since so my wounds are healing. I've been moving forward. You've been seeing me out there a lot. Look at me. When people first saw me, they're like, dang, Frank, you're pale. You, man, but you look good. I said, man, I don't look that good. If you say I'm looking pale. Looking like Casper the fatty ghost, skinny ghost. They, I mean, I was over 300 pounds when I got sick. But now I feel healthy. I feel good. I'm nowhere near 300 pounds. It's because I stay fresh with his water every day. And I know his healing is real because I haven't been sick. Because when before he woke me up and he told me I had to come back, he said, my son, okay, look, this may sound weird to you, but he changed my name. He gave me a new name. And I want to go to scripture for that real quick. Since I got a couple of minutes, I wasn't going to go there, but God's having me go there. We'll go to Revelations. Revelations chapter 2. When he told me I had to come back, he first said, I'm, a cha- I'm giving you your new name. And your name is Mark. He gave me that name, Mark. So if your name is Mark in here, I'm sorry. Was it done on purpose? I mean, like, you know, this is a God gave, he gave me a new name. Just like he changed Saul's to Paul. Just like he changed Simon's to Peter's. He changed mine. And this is where I got, God revealed to me this scripture. And I'm in verse, uh, I think it's 15 or 12. 17, my eyes look funny with me. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying. To the churches, to everyone who is victorious, I will give you some of the manna that has been hidden away in heaven. 
and I will give to each one a white stone, and on the stone will be engraved a new name that no one understands except the one who receives it. Now, you may not understand the name that God, why he gave me that name, but I do. I truly do. And it's between me and him. Amen. And uh, I no longer have to doubt his healing for me anymore. There's no such thing as double-minded. You that truly believe in all areas of what he can do in your life or you don't. There's no such thing as believing in this area. Hear me here. I got it over here or Lord, only hear me up to here halfway. Like my brother Arturo used to throw his, his, his wallet out in the middle of the floor and says, Lord, I submit my life to you, but please, um, I, I'll give that to you, but I'm going to hold on to this. I'll never forget that, Arturo. You know what I mean? We got to give it all to him. Submit your will unto his, and I promise you, your reward is in heaven. But through you is his glory. And through me, as you see, is his glory. And I just want you guys to understand. And please understand. Don't look at what he, what I went through. Look at what he's done for me and what he can do for you. So if you're feeling in a certain kind of way, if you're feeling any certain kind of way about your health, about your marriage, about your job, or whatever it may be, don't forget. You serve the Most High, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the God, the, the God that said all things are possible. All things, not some, not a little, all. All. He's our creator. He loved you before he created his earth. He knew you when you were in your, before you were in your mama's womb. He knows he could count every hairs on your body. He knows them. So why only just believe a little? Because the word says, that when the Son of Man comes back, he's going to come back looking for the persistent one in faith. Real talk. Look, that's my time. I just want to thank you. I love you, New Beginnings Church. Thank you for having me. Pastor Mansfield, thank you so much. Frank, thank you for sharing those encouraging words to us, brother. There's uh, some people right now that have been going through battles like you where you're doing great, and all of a sudden, boom. It's like, I got a UTI, really? And then you're doing great, and then boom. So I want you to pray right now for people that are really discouraged. They're ready to give up. And I want you to pray encouragement and hope for them. Amen. I could do that. Uh, Remember, these are the words of the Lord for your life. And I ask you in the mighty name of Jesus to open up your mind and your heart to him. Because he's our great healer. Amen. Father God, we just come humbly before you. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise, Father God. And I just want to thank you for tonight to allow me to come and bring your glory, to bring your truth to the brethren, Father God, to the church. Father God, I want to lift up every man and woman and child here who is going through health issues or feeling discouraged about work or the marriage, whatever it may be, drugs, alcohol. Father God, I lift them up to you. I pray, Father God, that your glory is revealed in their hearts and that 
that it is reminded to them that you could bring them out, that you will give them the way, leading the Holy Spirit, guide them and move them and shape them and mold them to your glory, Father God, that they are healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Healed in Jesus' name. Thank we you, come Lord. against any discouragement in any man or woman or child's life for their health or whatever it is that they're going through, Thank that you. it's your glory that's revealed, Father God, that it's, your, that it's joy and happiness that is going into them, but most importantly, peace. Father God, that there will be peace, there will be peace and comfort in our hearts. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, my brother. God bless you. Sure appreciate you. There's four other men that are going to come and share real quick. Brother Herrera, make your way up here, brother. God has been doing a work in your life. God is just transforming you and just taking you from glory to glory. And it's been really wonderful. So, this is Andrew. Lord, use him, I pray in Christ's name. I'm Andrew Herrera um, from Clayton. I struggled with an addiction for 13 years. And during this addiction, I, uh, I've been through so much. I've lost both of my parents, lost my mom, uh, a year and three months ago, and my dad seven months ago. But during it all, I there were times I I should have been dead with my addiction, and and I honestly believe that God is with me through the whole time, bringing me where I where I needed to be this whole time. Um, 2007, I met a man here from Albuquerque named Anthony Tedisco who planted a seed in my life. Where in 2015 I gave my my life to the Lord, and during that time, I still I was double-minded with it. I was still drinking, I was using drugs, and still going to church, reading the Word, and and by then I, uh, <laughs> but by then I, uh, I was too far away from God that I just was fully committed into my addiction. Um, about a year, about a year ago, I uh, was looking at a year in prison, but the judge and my attorney gave me a second chance and told me that I needed to try and get into a, a program. And um, in the program, they gave, brought me to under his construction. And... Uh, and... Um, during, during, during this time, it really opened my eyes to what I really needed in my life and something that I was lacking this whole time during my addiction, and that was God. And um, he opened doors for me, and he's shutting doors for me that should have been shut a long time ago. But um, I'm just so grateful that the man that stands here today is no longer bound by addiction, and this past does not define him. But I'm a new creation. And today I stand one year clean. But if there's any encouragement that I can give to anybody that, that's out there struggling, I know somebody that's struggling, that there's freedom with the Lord. You just have to surrender and give it all to Him. Because without Him, without him there would be no hope with my recovery, or, or there, would be no, there would be no one year clean where I am today. But I, I love you guys, and God bless you all.
Andrew, uh, we're elated that God has brought you into our life, but we're more elated that you allowed Jesus to come into your life, and you did it all the way this time. And God has transformed your life, brother. We're so excited for you. And we'll be praying right afterwards. But uh, make your way over there again. Uh, I want to call at this time Simon Garcia. Simon, we're excited for you. I'm excited. Make your way up here and... uh, Share, share your heart, brother. Okay. Simon Garcia from northern New Mexico, uh, Springer, Raton, Cimarron. All those are uh, my backyard. Uh, so um, I would like first to give all glory to God. Um, so, so this is my story. Um, I'm 30 years old, and I've been, I started around the same age that most people do, 13, and um, so I was running away when I should have been running to Jesus, and um, I haven't had so much joy. I, I just, I love under his construction. That's the family that I always wanted, and um, so I've had a blast, and uh, it, my addiction was pretty bad. It was uh, I basically took a baseball bat to the house because uh, the connect wouldn't come in 30 minutes. And I just had a bunch of problems, very lost. And uh, so uh, my favorite thing about this here is Sundays and Wednesdays. Uh, that, that's what I always look forward to. And... Now I'm going to go home and read the Bible, get a job, get a home church, and just show my brother this is how it's done. Um, Thank you, guys. Simon, (laughs) what a great joy, brother. I know. Thank you for not taking the baseball bat to the house (laughs) of God. (laughs) <laughs> but listen, no, no, don't walk away. Listen, <laughs> you just declared your goals, yes. and we're going to believe and pray with you for them. Amen. Yep. Amen. Praise the Lord. Love you, brother. We'll be calling you right back up. Joey Mueller. Joey, make your way up, Joey. Joey, it's so good to have you here, man. Thank you. We're so excited. And God's doing a work in your life, and uh, you're allowing him to do that. So just share with everyone how God has just transformed your life, brother. Okay. Uh, My name's Joey Muller, born and raised here in Albuquerque. Uh, I'm 30 years old. Uh, I started using drugs and alcohol at 13. Um. I was always, uh, what do you say, always being under the influence was normal to me, Um, but that changed in uh, 
July of 2022 is when I made a decision to turn my life over to the care of God and a commitment to follow my Lord and Savior. Um, um, it was uh, January 2023 is when I came to under his construction. Um, it was not easy, um, but I just uh, had to focus on my relationship with God and myself and my recovery. And um, I am grateful to be here. And that's it. No, that's not just it, brother. <laughs> it's just begun. <laughs> You're a brand new life, man. Is your mama still alive? Yes. How about your daddy? I bet you they look in your eyes and they go, Mijito, yeah. Yeah. I have you back. Yeah. New and improved. Reconciled, yes. Reconciled and yeah. brought back with your family. Yeah. God can do it for anyone, can he? Yes, can. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Joey. Yes. David Martinez, make your way up here, brother. <laughs> David, we're so excited for you, man. Sounds like everyone knows us, too. <laughs> David, share your heart with us, would you? Share what God is doing in your life. All right. Um, I'm nervous. I see. I can tell you guys some things. Um, all right. Um, I guess I, we all did the same thing. We're all in the same hell, I guess. Just danced with different devils. Um, I was uh, selling a little dope, doing a lot of dope, uh, cheating on my wife, uh, doing everything you shouldn't be doing. Uh, I got caught selling dope a couple years back. Got sober, but there was none of this yet. Till uh, I think it was about a, a year, I got. Uh, I went to trial lost uh, for trafficking due to the amount, not because I was selling, well, I was selling it, but. Um, <laughs> I, I got sent for an evaluation, and uh, I was just beating myself up, walking back and forth in the cell, this and that. And uh, this guy in the vent, because you talk to the vents in there, uh, <laughs> He's like, what's your name, where are you from, blah, 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 this and that. And we get to talking, you know, where are you from, I tell him where I was from. He's like, you got any family? I said, yeah. He's like, I got a brother in prison. He's like, what's he in there for? I said, because he's stupid. He's dumb, <laughs> you know? And then uh, he's like, well, do you know Jesus? I'm, nah. He's like, I'm going to send you a Bible. Okay, whatever. He asked the CEO to send me a Bible. It takes a long time to get it. If, by the time they give it to you. But when I finally got it, he tells me through the vent, um, just open it up, and God will speak to you. And so I opened it up. First thing I read was, uh, I'm not exactly which, exactly what scripture was, but it said, uh, you slander your brother, your own mother's son. So that right there, because I was just slandering my brother, uh, that's what got me... Uh, 
that's, that's what got me right there. So I started uh, praying hard every day. And just that's when God started working for me. Uh, after I got back from my evaluation, the, the DA filed wrong. So, like, it just all started uh, working for me. I got, I got, they gave me probation under the, what do you call it? The, well, I had to do a one-year long-term treatment, which Pastor Chris, uh, <laughs> he accepted me. He's the only one out of uh, all the 20 I, I did. <laughs> so but now I'm here. Uh, my wife's here. I'm sober. I got my health. I got a new family here at UHC. <laughs> and that's it. Love you guys. Hey, David, uh, are you reconciled with your wife? Yeah. And your family? Yep. Where's your wife? Tell her to come up here. Come here. Come over here real quick. <laughs> This girl should have left me years ago. <laughs> Look, you guys stand right here. When, hey, Mijita, what's your name? My name's Ryan. Ryan? Yes. Look, when God restores a person, mm -hmm. he restores everyone around them. And he restored you guys. Hold each other's hands, face each other. Yeah. Both of you agree in this, okay? God, we both messed up in the past, and we don't want to mess up anymore in the future. So, Lord, we ask you to forgive our past, and then we ask each other to forgive our past. And we ask that, Lord, together with you, Lord, we can walk into our future. So bless David and Ryan. Let them have a marriage better than they've ever thought is possible. Lord, bless them abundantly, financially, with love and grace and forgiveness and just goodness and mercy that will follow them all the days of their life. I pray Christ's name. Amen. Amen. David, you may kiss your bride. Now, David, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and be seated. Pastor Chris. Pastor Chris is the uh, he's the lead pastor at under his construction ministry. It's a ministry that is restoring individuals, men and women, and their homes, their marriages, their family, their parents. Chris, um, how would you, in a nutshell, how would you describe under his construction ministry? It's a ministry that's restoring lives, and, and it's, it's not just a recovery program. We point people to Jesus, and uh, the recovery is a byproduct. It's a fruit of the Spirit. It's a fruit of the salvation. And so the totality of, of your life becomes restored, just like you just saw with David and Ryan. We, I get to the honor to walk through the journey with these men for a year. And it's much like the death crawl 
from facing the giants, right? These guys, they, they got people on their back and they're doing the crawl. And, and we do that together for a year. Amen. And it's not easy. Was it easy? It's not easy. I push hard. And, and, and not only that, but this world pushes hard. The devil pushes hard. Right. And, and so these men that, that have come here tonight to give testimony of, of what God has done is in their lives, but it's them taking, taking charge and control of their life and turning it over to God Amen. and allowing God in their life. And so under his construction then begins to, to point them to Christ and then mold them through the partnerships that we have. Three of these men came from our partnership with Crossroads in, in northern New Mexico. And then we, we began to, to start to do the behavioral health. We began to do the career development. We began to, to, to help them for their roots to go deep. And, then, the, and we do that through our church services. For the totality of man. They're, they're everything, every part of them. That's right. Pastor, you gave an open door to David. He said he tried with probably 20 different programs. That's right. And you were the only one that took a risk and said, right. okay, David, we're going to take you. Do you really believe God can change people? I do. Change me. <laughs> there's people watching right now. There's people in this room right now that they're son or daughter, brother, sister, husband, wife, their relative, their best friend is yeah. really messed up. That's they're right. they're addicted to something. Some are addicted to to drugs, some alcohol, some other stuff that it's destroying their life. That's right. Are they welcome to give you guys a call? Pastor, sin is sin. It's like your first message. I, it reminds me all the time. Sin is sin is sin is sin, right? That's right. And, and, and so Jesus' arms are wide open That's right. for those all That's who right. would come. That's right. And so we, we try to do that with all that come. And David, David came and um, he worked really hard. And he ran to, to Jesus to get things Amen. done. Amen. And, and so Look, he did the work. Get a pen, get a paper, get your phone, do whatever you need. Here's the phone number to under the construction that you need to call to get in touch. If you're watching online or you're in this room and you need help, give them the phone number nice and slow. It's 505-717-2050. That's 505 717 2050. Now, these men that came up tonight are all graduating the program, aren't That's they? Right. They're graduating tonight. <laughs> so, gentlemen, can you come back up here? The four of you line up right here. We're so happy for you guys. Come right here where you, you're in the light and they can see you guys, okay? Line up, the four of you right there. There you go. There's people watching back home and there's people in this room that want to see you guys and they love you guys. And so here's their, uh, this is, uh, David, your certificate. Turn around and hold those up. Whoops, that one's a little, 
dangly there. Here's Andrew. This is a resolution, and and we we teach we teach the men uh, to set resolutions in our life, and that they they would create situations where they're 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 saying, "I will, I will be the man of my household. I will take charge of not only my own life." But my, my children's life, my wife, and, and, and so these men have made those decisions and made, made the choice to be changed. And so, um, God bless you guys. So, men of God, we lay hands on you, and we believe that God is going to keep his spirit within you to lead you. Might you be obedient to his call. Father, thank you, Lord God, for... These men of God, for, Lord, what you've done in their life, we commission them now, Lord God, as ministers of the gospel to go out and change their families, change the community that they're going to go into, that they would be those missionaries. They would be, Father God, those messengers carrying their story, what God has done in their life. They don't have to invent the story. They know how messed up they were, and they know how right standing they are. Father, there's no one that's righteous, no one at all, your word says. We've all fallen short and sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But the free gift of God is Jesus Christ, our Lord. And if we confess Jesus, we will be saved, us and our household. So thank you for David, for Andrew, for Simon, and Father God, Joey. Bless their lives abundantly. We celebrate this evening to the glory of God, to thank you for Frank Villa and sharing his yes. heart. Thank we pray Jesus. anointing over these men in the mighty name of Jesus and everyone that agrees, shout out amen. 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 Praise God. <laughs> men of God, what, what I want you guys to do now is, uh, why don't you guys go out there and stand in front of the baptistry uh, I, because people want to celebrate you. And, and they want to go say hi. So why don't you guys stand right there? And that way they could see their, your certificate and your graduation. And, and man, just celebrate you. Would you stand with us? Look, <clears throat> you've heard some powerful testimonies right now. And you heard about the power of God. You heard that the power of God is greater than the power of Satan. So if you need prayer and you're not serving God, and you want to do that right now, I invite you to run up here. You, you ought to say, man, that's my, that, they talked about my life. I need to change. And if you want that change, I invite you to come up real quick to the altar because we want to pray for you. I, I don't want to keep us any longer, but if, if that's you, make your way up so we can pray for you if you want salvation tonight. Well, Lord Jesus, thank you for every man and woman that's in this room and those watching online. Lord, thank you for these men of God. Father, thank you for man, uh, for Frank and Father God and David and Andrew and Joey and Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for Simon. Might, Lord, their life bring glory to your name. And Lord, bless every single person in this room and those watching online. In Christ's name, amen. We love you, church. Go change Albuquerque.